0: To Magic Proving Grounds, the only Magic the Gathering podcast that proves all will be one. All will be one. All will be
1: one.
0: All will be one. Will be one. Will be one. I'm your host. What was that about? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. It's a yeah. it's a mediocre show on Disney Plus. So oh. I'm your host, Moderator Dave, and I have with me here, Ben. Howdy. And the other resident Dave, Other Dave. That's a me. That's a me Other Dave. Hey, Chris Pratt.
1: Might as well be. Anybody. Hey, can we move. don't talk about controversial stuff here.
0: <laughs> no, no politics in my podcast.
1: I didn't say anything political. All I did
2: was compare you to Chris Pratt. That was, that was. Yep. The- Who is a non-political
0: entity. Sure. Anyway, (laughs) the big thing we've got going this week is spoilers. They're, by and large, out. I think a lot of the good stuff has come out. Um, They'll be finishing up uh, the day after we record this. So maybe we'll come back next podcast and be like, man, this was a great card. But by and large, uh, everything's out. So we're going to go over our... Our picks, like we do every spoiler show. But first, let's talk about what we've been up to. What have you guys been up to this week? Uh it's
1: been a long week. Not really ready to talk about what's going on just right now, but we'll have some news coming, I think. Ugh. But it's been uh, tiring. I'm very tired. I don't think I've played a game of Magic all week.
0: Oof. I've been... I've been playing a lot of Magic this week since uh, I've been holding down the stream by myself. Ran a couple of the uh, Arena Leagues with uh, Mono Green Devotion deck. Mm -hmm. Um, Best records four. uh, Four and three. So, I mean.
1: Oh, you got four wins before three losses.
0: Yeah, yeah, four wins before three losses. And um, so that was good. Better than goose egging, which is what I did the second to last time I did that so we run two last week and then um, just been running the ladder and whatnot. so nice I've been up to what about you other Dave uh, well I was looking through some of
2: the decks in Explorer and I noticed that I have most of the cards for the mono black devotion deck so I went ahead and built that and check that out in
0: Explorer nice how's it play
2: I like it so far um there, it has, I've been having just some really weird land draws in it. It's got 24 mm-hmm. lands in it, but it's like every time I play it, I either get two or 15 and nowhere in between. Wow, so, that's weird.
0: <laughs> like hmm.
2: uh, The one time that I, I think I've only played like five or six matches with it, and I've won about half of them, but there was one match that went particularly long because I just could not draw a threat. And I think I ended up with, like, 13 or 14 land on the board. And I was just like,
1: I don't know what to do. Hmm. hmm. I wonder if this is a Phyrexian Arena deck, you know, because that's coming.
2: Right. I, it probably will go in there and play. So, right now, I, it has Claw Talisman in it, which I don't love. Yeah. I understand that you're using it to get your, your win con and slam it on the board and win that turn. But, uh, yeah, it's... I'm not a huge fan of how Wishclaw Talisman really plays out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a tricky card. But mm-hmm. I don't. I guess Phyrexian Arena doesn't really guarantee you're going to get the card you need, so I, it probably doesn't one-for-one one or anything.
0: I still have to run the Talisman. Yeah, that's true. Just a little extra good stuff as a treat. Yeah. S- speaking of Devotion, I put together a Mono Red Devotion deck that I think runs pretty good. Um, it's favoring a lot better in the latter in best of one than the uh aggro deck that I typically use.
2: I I wonder uh really actually though Rex and is gonna be in that deck too here
0: soon. Oh, oh yes. yeah that'd be real good in that deck. That'd be sick. Anyways, you guys wanna talk about cards now since we keep talking about Yeah. Yeah. Yeah let's move Dude on it. Let's do it. So uh, let's start with uh, Super Dave's picks. Superior Dave. Other, yeah, Dave, I, you want. I prefer
2: Super Dave. I have a. Well, I, I need a little chest emblem with a D on it. I'm <laughs> not for Thanks. my name. Uh, uh, my first choice here is Phyrexian Vindicator, the opposite colored Phyrexian Obliterator. It is for white mana. It's so a five-five flyer, and if damage would be dealt to it, you prevent that damage. And when you prevent damage that way, you deal that much damage to any other target.
1: Yeah, yeah, this it's, is pretty strong. Yeah, this seems yeah. really good. Mono white, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, you can you can probably get it with the, how good the mana is in standard right now, but more more so in mono white for four
0: mana. Ooh, it does a lot for four mana. I know it's it's four white pips, but damn. Yeah. When you you first posted this in the car right after it was re- in the discord right after it was released and I was like, damn, yeah. that's a pretty, that's a pretty sick card. Um, there was a little piece of me that was like since I was doing the show notes uh, first picking that, but I thought clearly other Dave's going to want this. He posted it. So I'm uh, going to, I'm going to, I'm going to back off and not yeah. steal his card. <laughs> I also the-
2: particularly like his hand. Whatever, like the, it's like just a know, giant know
0: what you call mace, that. sword, shield, club. Yeah. It's a, it's a uh, sex paddle. Yeah, a spank yeah. on the bum till you're vindicated.
1: Yeah, cool design. All yeah. overall, really cool design.
0: Yep, I agree. Pretty sick. Okay, Ben, you got you got a pick.
2: Oh, one other thing I was going to say about this card too, though, is like uh-huh. it plays really well with some of the stuff. It's too bad he he kind of forces himself into mono white. But one of the things I was thinking about is you could attack with him and mm-hmm. use a Jango as a as basically a direct damage spell because you could target him with your own Jango, right? Or does that only say enemy? Uh,
1: it Deals four damage. No, you could. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if it says just uh, enemy. Let me look. Yeah, let's look it up. Good question. That is kind of cool because then you can just redirect it, right? Yeah, but
2: really, anything that does
1: damage, no, it's a target attacking or blocking creature, you can just do it to to yourself,
2: and, and then you can, that,
1: yeah, direct you can that damage
2: it. anywhere you want.
1: Nice. Just any that's, other target? Yeah, that is. Oh man, there's going to be some crazy. Uh, because anything that says do, "deal damage to a creature," where you know how, like you like play with fire. Sometimes you just want to hit the creature, yeah. or you just want to hit the player, or or not play with fire. Um, the other one, um, you know, sometimes like um, uh,
0: f-ing strangle,
1: yeah, <laughs> strangle. There you go. You just want to hit. Now you can hit the the player, right? right. You just hit the it's- vindicator, and then it redirects it to the player.
2: If you weren't uh, forced into mono white, basically by having the Vindicator, I would agree. But
1: yeah, yeah. and then also prevent that damage is another is another uh, thing. So yeah. I mean, even if you did, um, it can't die to combat damage. Yeah, yeah, anything you could just that's great. Pew, pew, pew. I like it. Cool card. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to see some play for sure. Yeah, if
2: it if it could play well with other colors, I mean, Brotherhood's end you could play it with that. Mm-hmm. And just three damage to everything, wipe the board and get to deal three direct damage. It's not like it's
1: just. Yeah, you can kill a shieldred with the Brotherhoods yeah, in.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not sure you can make white red work with this, but maybe if you were just splashing red and you mm-hmm. were just running red white dual lands, you might be able to pull it off.
1: I don't know. Grixis, that Grixis deck makes four black pips work can very consistently.
2: Right. So I guess if you focused all your dual lands. On, on one that could mm-hmm. make white and the other colors are just for you might be able to go white, red, and still brothershood end and yeah, strangle the vindicator <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, That'd that be be interesting.
0: Be... Strangle
1: the vindicator sounds like a <laughs> sex thing. Nah, really, strangers yourself. All right, <laughs> moving on. I got, I got a pick. Uh, what's yeah. what the one? Um, let's go minor misstep. Minor misstep. Here we go. It's one blue, instant, counter-target spell with manner value one or less. So I like this as kind of like mental misstep. Um, I do think that maybe in the current standard, I'm not sure how great it's going to be. I do like that it's one, it's a hard counter for like a turn one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think it'll see
0: some play in various places. I, I saw this and just thought to myself, uh, spell pierce in particular. <laughs> huh. Right. I, was gonna
1: say, I bet. Huh? I bet this is playing modern. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty uh, cheap. It's pretty. Uh, depending on the meta, the meta will shift around things, as you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, when it shifts a certain way, minor misstep is going to be seen. I think. Yeah,
2: I. Yeah, I was supposed to say as long as the meta allows it, and then I still think it probably finds way into the sideboard because if you're. In blue, and you end up in the mirror match with control. You know, it, yeah, this this gets your force of negations, yeah. It gets your or not force. What's the is it force? The one a- that, has a, that has a
1: negation that has a zero casting, yeah. I say one mm-hmm. of them, which you know, Charbelcher uses, right? Um, um, gets your um, uh, some packed summoning pact for the titans, yeah. It gets a whole, it gets your spell snares. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, spell snares and the spell snares are starting to come back too. So. Yeah, but there's a lot of um,
0: cantrips that'll hit. Yep. Would this get uh, mana drain right? Because it's uh,
1: no mana drains too. I think. Oh, is it? It, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mana, yeah, mana drains two blue. Okay, but there are a lot of targets. I mean, just re- your regular artifacts, your mm-hmm. your baubles that are pulled out of the graveyard by the uh, or just zero costing things that are pulled out of the graveyard. You know, yeah. you just, you just put a hitch uh, in their, their plan a little bit.
2: And modern, this is definitely, it ha- definitely has
1: viable targets.
2: It yeah. just things, about, just about like every deck.
1: Jeskai Breach might have to start, because sometimes they'll try to you, do the Breach combo with just having just enough in their graveyard. And if you minor misstep them, then when they Breach, they're not going to have enough to exile if you minor misstep one of them. So they'll mm-hmm. have to start playing around it and things like that. If it's, yeah, I don't know, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see where it goes.
0: Um, does this, I'm going to this might be a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyways, because I do what I want. Does this see play in vintage versus like the Moxon and the Black Lotus are, uh, still not up to speed for that kind of stuff?
1: I could. I mean, I don't know.
2: I, know, I ain't nobody's daddy. I mean, it does counter them. I don't know how much they run one blue counter spells, but
0: hmm.
2: I, I honestly have no idea how vintage rolls right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I figured that was the answer because we don't, none of us play vintage. Because, you know, why? Anyways, I like it. I, I'd like to play it. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to play it on MTGO where it's affordable. Um, yeah. All right. Well, moving on to my pick. Let me find it. I've got myself some good ones. Mine is Encroaching Mycosynth Three into Blue, and it's an artifact, and it says. Non-land permanents you control are artifacts in addition to their other types. The same is true for permanent spells you control and non-land permanent permit permit cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. So this is cool. Everything is an artifact and for all purposes, searching purposes. Yep. 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 Yeah. Doesn't this just make Karn so much better? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah,
1: so there's a bunch of decks that use liquid metal coating to spot, turn things into artifacts. And this is kind of like a, a a worse version of Mycosynth Lattice, which mm-hmm. made everything artifacts. Yeah. Um, it's like a more fair. So uh, I think Microsynth ladder, but, Lattice but unlike, cost less and wasn't colored. No, un, Microsynth
2: cost more. The original Lattice cost six, colorless. Oh, okay. It had no
1: color cost associated with it, though. You are got it, got it got, it, got it but it mm. just made the uh oh it's it, but it was all cards on the battle or that yeah. aren't on the battlefield are colorless this is um yeah it did your opponent's okay. and your stuff this stuff this one just does the stuff you control okay that's mm. what it is that's that's what the difference was i i remember mm. now yeah, yeah.
0: but th- this would make everything in your sideboard that's a permanent and artifact correct
1: Only on land permanent cards you
2: uh that
0: aren't on the battlefield that's sideboard so well, that,
2: that's mostly referring to your library, I believe, actually, but sideboard, I don't know well, if you...
0: That's
1: any- you own, yeah, because what you say, it says you own outside the game, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it would be, it would count the sideboard.
0: It should, at least. I'm gonna put all kinds of zany stuff in my current sideboard now. Um, Waste, Splash, and Blue. Wait a minute, you already blue have... Blue. <laughs> what what uh, was the uh, old? Uh, from yeah. Nyctos and Kiora, so... Yeah.
2: What was the old artifact that they used to, or the old creature they used to use to cheat artifacts onto the field? The
1: Tinkerer was that it? Oh uh, yeah, the uh, yeah Goblin Tinker. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Now you can cheat anything. Nothing have to be an artifact. Nice. I like also Show and Tell. I think mm-hmm. there's Show and Tell was one, and there's another tinker. I want to
2: say that yeah, there was like a blue tinker also that
1: could search the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, so any that yeah any of that stuff now, and yeah. this is not banned like Microsynth Lattice. So. <laughs> give it a minute. At least in modern.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. I think. You think? Yeah. Are why I, not? Are you Are you positive? Well, do, do you guys have anything to add to Microsynth oh, no, Lattice? No, no, I just don't are want to move on right? unless you're positive. No, I'm good. Yeah.
1: Okay. The level of troll is high with this one. <laughs> um,
2: my next choice was Mind Splice Apparatus. Uh, it costs three colorless and a blue. It is an artifact with flash. At the beginning of your upkeep, you point put an oil counter on Mind Splice Apparatus. An instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less, one colorless less for each oil counter on Mind Splice Apparatus. I think this card's really good, and I think it's underrated uh, already. Like, people are talking about it like it's junk. In large part, a lot of these artifacts that help instants and sorceries don't succeed because they don't have flash. Because casting them causes you to tap down and leave yourself open. But you can throw this down at the end of turn, your opponent's end of turn. Yeah, if you don't need to counter. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And this turns your cancels into counterspells, which last I checked is a pretty big bit deal. Like their reason control's been doing so poorly recently is because they don't have access to cheap counterspells. Well, yeah,
1: yeah this literally right.
2: turns cancel into counterspell. Right.
0: Um, yeah, just blue, this, blue, sick.
2: It makes it makes your cantrips cheaper. It makes your board wipes cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I think this could legitimately see play in control if control has the tools it needs to succeed, but hmm. that's always the question right now because they they are pushing non-control things pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for
1: real. Yeah, I like it.
0: Very I like it for cool.
1: standard. Might see some play in Pioneer. I don't know that it's I, modern, but no, it's not modern.
2: I I do like that uh, also. With just the present or not present, the, uh, how proliferate proliferation is Mm -hmm. in this set, anything with counters on it seems like it's going to be easy to manipulate. Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy.
0: Yeah. Just, I like what they're doing, um, in this set with the oil counters and stuff. There's, uh, some very cool designs, uh, that feature oil counters and stuff, so. And then that, yeah. like you said, that in conjunction with per- Periphylate being in the set, definitely going to make things very interesting. Yeah. Seems cool. Yep, yeah. Very cool. All
1: right. I'll go on to my next one. I've chose Ossification. It is one white and one colorless. It's an enchantment aura. At uncommon rarity, enchant basic land you control. When ossification enters the battlefield, exile target creature, planeswalker, and opponent controls until ossification leaves the battlefield. And that mm. sounded like it was going to keep going, but that's the end. Uh, uh, for obvious reasons, this card is different and I think we'll definitely see play. So, like, Brutal Cathar is cool, but removal is so good right now that your Brutal mm-hmm. Cathar just gets just gets killed.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And this is a basic land, so I mean, so you enchant the land, it's harder to kill, people will have to start running Field of Ruin and um, things like, you know, land destruction in order to get rid of it
2: they want your creature
1: back, so. Enchantment destruction also works, doesn't it? That's true, it does. Yeah, Which is is less than, because there's heavy artifact, heavy uh, creature, but not so much enchantment.
2: Yeah, I mean, invoke despair is still going to hit it,
1: but yeah. A little harder to get rid of. I I I think I like it because like things like blue, yeah. Sage hits it, but like things like uh, brutal cathar going down in value because of how efficient the creature removal is. If you make it just a little less
0: easy to remove, then it's yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think this is cheap. Some some play in standard, perhaps. Yeah. Um. I don't know about anything else because the further back you go, the More land destruction and whatnot. Yeah. Is this better than once you
2: get back to where strip mine is out there? (laughs) Uh
0: yeah. Binding light and those those style of uh enchantments. Yeah. Yeah, I say I
1: say no for modern only because it's a enchant basic land. They'd have to change the way the whole way that it plays, which so mm. modern's probably not gonna see too much, maybe in a mono white situation or something. But yeah. Right
0: on. On. Yep. Sweet. All right. Well, I think I'm up next, and I want to pick Venerated Rot Priest. Uh, it is one green, just one green pip. Creature, Phyrexian Druid, Toxic 1. Whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell, a target of opponent, target opponent gets... <laughs> A poison counter. Good God. I can't read and I apologize. I've That's okay. Whenever a
1: creature you control becomes a target of spell, a target opponent gets opponent's encounter. Yeah. It's really good. This card's really it, good. It's, <laughs> it was on my list until you took it already. So, yeah. just uh, yeah. to go through over the toxic mechanic, what, so it's a little different than inf- Infect. Infect would dealt damage equal to its mm-hmm. power. Whatever damage you dealt, instead of dealing that damage, the creature deals poison counters equal to that amount. So, and with toxic, you still do the damage, but it also, whatever toxic number it is, it gets that many poison counters.
0: Yep. Right. And it stacks. This is basically a reworked poisonous. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's very cool. I think this is a better way to go about doing uh, poison counters than infect was. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a it, way it's better, less. Ba- it's, it's more balanced. Infect's yeah. kind of broke, bro. So yeah, the
1: well, the, it's broken, and and the problem with infect was if you're going to do infect, you have to go all in on infect because you're either infecting or you're dealing damage. You're not doing both. So yeah. like you're kind of one or the other. And this one, it does both. So you can effectively. This, this is the better version uh, for the good of
2: the game. Yes, it's not broken. It, it may not be as fun as Infect, but this is this is the way to do it that still leaves the game fun for everyone.
1: Yeah, because I think as it shook out, Infect all it ever did was like promote one one hit kills. Right, that was what everybody tried to do with Infect. Was I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. giant well, growth giant growth. Pendlehaven. Correct me if I'm wrong
2: and in, Infect also dealt its damage to creatures in the form of negative one, yes. negative one counters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is correct.
2: That, that That's the part that's really uh, soul crushing in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they definitely wanted to get rid of that. Yeah. Like more so than it the way that the poison counters work, I really think the negative one, negative one counters really kind of broke the game
1: in a way. Yeah, Soul Mage sucks because of it.
0: Nah, I love Soulscar Mage.
2: See, I, I'm okay with it in Soulscar Mage, which is also a card that I love. But, like, he has to stay on the field. You have to keep him alive. He's not huge.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's a lot harder uh, to keep on the board than a swarm of Infect creatures. Right.
2: Because you have four of him at best, whereas
0: mm-hmm.
2: when you had Infect, it was a whole deck full of it.
0: Yep, and um, Soulscar Mage doesn't do negative counters in combat. So right that this is a little different. A Little different. But yeah, this guy you had to I track mean, and keep track
1: this, of
2: the Rot Priest. He's gonna he he's pretty much guaranteed to give you early poison counters. Mm-hmm. Yep, because you're gonna have to target creatures. You pretty much have to kill this guy, and that's gonna use up one of your burn spells for, or mm-hmm. removal spells for something else. Mm-hmm. So even if he just comes out and he's a flag bearer, he still served a purpose. But it, if he
1: stays on the board, he's going to wreck you long term. Oh mm-hmm. no. Oh no. I, I just thought of this. It's not really um it might not be good. So we get the uh Frexian um the one that redirects the damage. Uh-huh. So you have like uh Spellskite. What is it? is that what the name of it? I I mean, you, know. direct, you you change the target to Spellskite? I think. Yeah, but anyway, you can redirect. If anybody tries to kill this, you can redirect it to the other guy. And then that's two poison counters. You see what I mean? Like, if you have, like, a redirect a target to the white creature. Mm. Anyway, I was just drumming up combos. There might be something there.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, depending on what other cards we get in white, doing the uh, green-white enchantment, Deck yeah. And then just popping enchantments on this creature to make poison counters, and then might be something. Oh yeah, to consider. that's
1: true. Because if you target it itself,
0: yep. it's yep. not
1: that it, a target spe- target of a spell that an opponent controls. It's any spell. Yep, right. So yeah, no, he's he's dangerous.
0: Yeah, I like him and a lot. He,
2: and he's also going to help you get to what is the it's the new keyword for that.
0: Corrupted, yes, corrupted. Yeah, he's
2: gonna help your corrupted
1: cards go all faster too. Oh and man, for one, a white or one green dropping him that early, like he's he's undeniably good. So white green, yeah, just a white green. You just hold back um, indestructible, hex proof. You know, cantrip that you know you just cast when they target. That's two poison counters they get. That's
0: that's gonna be zany.
1: There's going to be from this guy. some
0: decks built around this.
2: I I. Well, Blossoming would Defense that. would do really good with that.
0: because
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Someone targets it, and then you target it with Blossoming Defense, two poison encounters, and you've countered their removal.
0: That's yep. pretty sick. All right. All right, moving on. Uh, give us your next pick there, other Dave. Uh,
2: my next pick, uh, going back to talk about how much proliferate there is out there, uh, Tekuthal Inquiry Dominus. He is a 3-5 flyer for 2 blue and 2 colorless. And then for 1 and 2 blue Phyrexian mana, you can remove 3 counters from among any other artifacts, creatures, or planeswalkers you control to put an indestructible counter on Techethault and Query Dominus. So not only are you getting more counters from that double proliferation, it's going to help you keep him alive by making him indestructible. And then Things like Mind Splice Apparatus is going to start going off quicker. The, the Planeswalker, that's plus, is just proliferate.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, and combined that with another is, card
2: that I have later on the list.
0: That's Verask, if I'm not mistaken, whose plus is just proliferate, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Very cool. The uh, Player is going to be really, really neat in this set, I think. Yeah. I'm kind of stoked for it, actually. You're up next, yeah. to spin. Uh,
1: We'll go with Canker Bloom. So one green, one generic creature Phyrexian Fungus. Pay one. Sacrifice Canker Bloom. Choose one. Destroy target artifact. Destroy target enchantment. Or proliferate. It's a 3-2. I, I think this is going to be in every deck that has green in it.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah it's
2: very cool. It's a great 2-drop with excellent utility.
0: That's yeah. still got a 3-2 body on it for 2. Like, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Throw it in with Venerated rock Priest, and you're good to go. You see how much
1: uh, the Cathar Commando is used. It's Destroy Artifact or Enchantment's the same thing. It's a 3-1 instead, but it does have Flash. But you see how much that is used in white. I mean, this is going to yeah. be absolutely green. Like, Cathar Commando's in, like, vintage cubes and stuff. Like, just because its utility is so useful, the flash does help with that. But this, I think, you know, I think that for green,
2: I mean, I think it does it's what pretty, green
1: does. It's it's
2: very comparable to. Um, I don't know if you remember it, but during War of the Spark that era, the thrashing Brontodon.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I was, I was thinking of that card. I, I didn't want yeah. to bring it up because then I yeah. don't want to sound like a dork, but yeah. two, that card two, two
2: green, one colorless. It, it's a 3-4 body, but you can pay one and sacrifice to destroy a target artifact and enchantment, and it was in every deck with green in it.
0: Yep. Um, it, just it does has, work.
2: You know, it's got a bigger ass, more smackable ass but this one's cheaper, does, yeah, right. this
1: one's cheaper. does. Yeah, this one's cheaper, though.
2: But this is I one... Won't. One green cheaper, and it also has proliferate on there, which means if you don't have a viable target for artifact and enchantment, you can still use that ability
1: yeah. effectively.
2: Yeah.
0: I like it. Nice. Cool card. All right. My next one is a Vindicated Flame Stoker. It is one red pip, creature, Phyrexian Wizard. Whenever you cast a non creature spell, an oil counter on vindicated fire, vindictive flame stoker. Flamestoker. Yeah, vin- whatever. You get what I'm saying. Vindictive yeah. flame stoker. The card was really small I, in the document. I, I want now. I I need a uh,
2: a cover of vindicated.
1: <laughs> v- 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 flame stoker.
2: Thinking about the, the fire stoker. <laughs>
1: fire, fire stoker.
0: They just they just need to do a um, Dracula's Castle card for me. Just, yeah, just, just secretly layered up. Anyways, it also has an ability that is six generic, one red pip, sacrifice, vindictive flame stoker, discard your hand, draw four cards. This ability costs one less to activate for each oil counter on. Vindictive Flame Stoker, and it's a two, I um, mean, it's a one, two creature. So one power, two toughness.
1: All right. You cast a spell that's a non creature. You put an oil counter on it. Then you uh, get six counters on it, pay one red, and draw four cards. Or what you wheel and draw four.
2: I don't think you're ever going to get the six counters on him.
1: Yeah. Well, true. But I mean, you are playing in turn one, ideally.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, you're in red. I'm not saying that you won't activate it. I'm just saying you're not going to wait till you have six counters.
1: No. You're, probably not,
2: you're probably not going to be able to, honestly, because most likely when he starts to get three or four counters on him, he's going to start to become a target. Yeah. You're going to yeah. try and kill him before you can activate him.
0: Well, What but- is the s- sweet spot here? Accepting the fact that you're never going to get six counters on him, where's the 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 sweet spot. How many counters does he need? What are you paying I mean, for this ability to make it just worth it? Turn four, you can do it. Four, I mean,
2: if, if we're talking an ideal world, you could probably do it turn three. But I think, uh, the, I think right, the, the sweet fear. spot is probably like three to four mana. Anything <laughs> more than that, you're probably paying too much for this ability. And anything yeah. anything less than that, you probably had him on the board for too long.
0: Yeah, I can rate that. Three, four banana. Yeah. Very cool. With
2: that said, I do like this card. Um again the the, design. the the one drops. I'm always down for a one drop in red. Um he's gonna sing vindicated every time he kills somebody.
0: I um, yeah, I'm down. It's I as soon as I hey. saw this card, I was like, This is my card. I love it. It's pretty sweet design. Like four cards is a pretty substantial draw. So yeah, in red? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is.
2: I mean you have discard your hand, but chances are by the time you can activate him, your hand is empty.
1: Yep. Yep. That's the idea. Or at least if you're playing red properly. All right, Chris Carabra, what's your next pick? What? That's the guy from Dashboard Conventional. Uh-uh, seems he's vindicated. Not- Sorry.
2: Uh, that's alright I, I should have yeah. been a bigger Dashboard Confessional <laughs> fan in high school apparently
1: You're like that says more about you Than it
2: does about me Yeah, <laughs> The Vindicated is the only song I know from them
1: and Unfortunately um, I know a few more Congratulations Ugh.
2: Anyway <laughs> What's your pick uh, My next card Is Ickermoon Gauntlet It is an artifact It costs one blue and two colorless Planeswalkers you control have 0, proliferate, and minus 12, take an extra turn after this one. Wow. And
1: the whenever, Lord.
2: whenever you cast a non-creature spell, choose a counter on target permanent and put an additional counter of that kind on that permanent. Okay. So so every instant or sorcery you cast gives your Planeswalkers loyalty.
1: Uh, this is the first time I'm seeing this card. This, is this card busted? It's, it's broken as far as I can tell. Yes. I mean, it's, if you Super Friends deck, you're taking infinite turns.
2: So if you have... The other reason I picked Tekuthal is if you have Tekuthal, three Planeswalkers guarantees your opponent never gets a turn. Um, we have twice instead. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. If you have enough instance and sorceries, you could probably do it with two. Enough, like, cantrip draw spells or cheap draw spells because you... Perhaps throughout a mind supply of apparatus earlier in the game.
1: I like how your cards are always like themed together. <laughs> um, You could really take control of a game with just two planeswalkers, even. Yeah, this card wow. is like, yeah, this is going to see some play for sure. I want to build with this card.
0: Yeah, me too. Sounds like fun. Maybe a challenge. We need to bring those back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, who's up next? I've lost count. I
1: think it's me, and I'm not sure which, what what I haven't done yet. Uh, Vron, Executioner Thane, one black, one generic legendary creature, Frexing Vampire. It's a 2-2. Uh, it has, whenever one or more other creatures you control die, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. This ability triggers only once each turn. So the reason I uh, choose this card specifically for the... Um, Racto sacrifice decks with the anvil. This guy uh, it speeds up that clock a lot. So you're already you don't have to change anything about the deck. You just slot this dude in here. You're sacrificing your little uh, servo token. You make your artifact creature with the anvil, and then uh, you know. I
2: I wish it could activate more than once a turn. Yeah,
1: it's the it's the stop because otherwise otherwise you board wipe, and Uh, then
2: he he feels like he's either like just short of, or just like, if it, if it didn't have that on it, he would be mm-hmm. busted.
1: Yeah. Super for sure. For real. Uh,
2: but since he doesn't have that on it, he feels like he's just like one thing short of being an in, in every deck card. Like if yeah. he had one more toughness or one more power, you'd be like, yep. Oh, for sure. This is in my deck or if it had death touch or lifelink or if it had anything else.
1: Yep. Yeah, and specifically it goes in with that Rakdos Sacrifice and right. the Anvil deck because you literally are doing it on your turn and you're doing it on their turn and you're right. already doing it, so you're yeah. already maximizing this card. So, Right, yeah. it, it, like, but it would be an in every deck if it oh, was yeah. just a little better. Yeah. It might still make that it, like yeah. every black deck. Yeah, people build some crazy decks that are good, so we'll see. But. Black's kind of stacked, and I know why they're doing it. I mean, they're doing the Frexian arc, so I know why they're doing it. But Black is totally stacked right now. Got to read the story, man. I'm getting there.
0: Yeah, we should. uh, I'm never going to catch up if we don't set a deadline and be like, we're doing the story stuff on this this podcast because I'll just keep putting it off. So something to consider. All right. All right, on to my pick. I've got two more, but I want to talk about Kimba. Kimbo Slice, Ah. Kimbo Slice. The enduring, yeah. (laughs) He is a one and a white legendary creature cat cleric. Whenever this card uh, or another cat enters the battlefield under your control. Attach up to one target equipment you control to that creature. Equipped creatures get you equipped creatures you control get plus one plus one and another ability pay three white white create a two two white cat creature token. It's a two-two creature.
1: So are we gonna make hammer time and pioneer or what? Probably <laughs> uh,
0: maybe that's the first
1: thing I thought of when this was when I saw this card. Because it's missing the Stoneforge Mystic and the Pure Steel Paladin mm-hmm. that really make hammer time work. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be
0: I picked this card because one, it's a cat. Cats are cool. And um I really feel like this fits the theme of what they're trying to do with the mirror and resistance in this set which is uh, equipment and stuff being important mm-hmm. to them. So, yeah, very cool.
1: I, I like the mechanic for Mirrodin because it's like the Frexian germ, except you make a two-two that persists, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you yeah. move the equipment. But I don't like the mechanic name. It's like never going to be on any other set because it's called I, for Mirrodin.
2: I actually really I like the flavor of the name of the mechanic, especially if you, you know, read the story. Uh, uh, and yeah. <laughs> for two guys who talk about the lore a
1: lot, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm behind. So, yeah, this is a good card. I like it. Yeah, again, it's cheap too.
2: Like they yeah. are definitely printing a lot of good one and two drops to yeah. make the beginning of their matches more interesting. So I'm all about that. I'm all about speed. I am speed. Give me that spade when turn
1: one Colossus Hamler. to yeah. turn two Kimba, turn three attack with 12 12. Nice, uh, uh, 13 13. Sorry, because <laughs> it gives
0: itself plus one plus one because it's equipped, right? Yeah, baby. Uh, you're up next day What's your last card. Sorry, my spreadsheet or my word
2: document froze there. So, my final card is Arch, Archfiend of the Dross. It is a flying 6-6 six, six for two black and two colorless. It enters the battlefield with four oil counters on it. At the beginning of your upkeep, you remove an oil counter from arc feed of the dross, and if it has no oil counters on it, you lose the game. Mm. Whenever in a creature your opponent controls dies, its controller loses two life. Yes. So, so obviously a 6-6 six, six flyer for four is pretty good on its own. And then you add in the whenever a creature your opponent controls dies, its controller loses two life. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty effective card, and I really don't think the oil counters are even going to be noticeable with the amount of proliferate in this set. Nope, like, and I, think, I mean, I think it'll be real easy to keep him with more than four mm-hmm. counters.
1: So you build a deck with a bunch bunch of efficient black removal. You just kill their creatures. They're losing life. You're killing the ones that you're attacking into them. You're never going, you shouldn't hit that uh, no oil counter threshold because you've got a 6-6 six, six flyer. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't think that the downside to this card is actually a downside. I mean...
0: yeah,
2: Unless they add a card that removes counters from your opponent's
1: stuff, I think
2: this mm-hmm. card is going to be very effective.
0: Yeah. is this is the oil counters on this card for real just a, a way to limit its viability in older formats where oil counters in periphyte might not be as uh, uh, popular or mm-hmm. frequent? I mean that's mm-hmm. a
2: possibility. They probably think about that kind of thing like this yeah. is not as effective outside of standard
1: right uh,
2: but I mean, what he does to the board state? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, in modern, you have to kill him, right? Can't leave yeah. a six-six flyer on the board turn four, right?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, you have to kill him. Yeah,
2: so I, like, I still don't think you reach the four oil threshold because I think he has to die. Yeah. he has to die, or you lose the game.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> the, the creature. Yeah, the the line with uh, loses two life when an opponent creature dies is also.
0: Yeah, it's as
1: well. Yeah, Black's getting some uh, good uh, cards for sure.
0: <clears throat> yeah, very good cards. Very cool. You're up next, Ben? I will say... Is it my last one? I believe so, sir. Did you? Did I choose Conduit of Worlds or did you?
1: Uh, I think that's yours. Okay. Conduit of Worlds. I was going to pick it. I didn't know if you were picked it for me. Uh, two green or green green and two generic artifact. You may play lands from your graveyard. Tap... Choose target non-land permanent card in your graveyard. If you haven't cast a spell this turn, you may cast that card. If you do, you can't cast additional spells this turn. Activate only as a sorcery. I like Pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's like Crucible of Worlds. I'm always oh, like that.
0: down with Crucible of Worlds shenanigans.
1: Yeah, and it's missing like uh, a real solid, like a way to do that. And um, Oh, man. This, this is
2: your most lickable card, actually. When you read the story, yeah. This this is because this is then they remade the the Crucible of worlds. Oh,
1: okay, into a
2: conduit oh. to allow the to allow Phyrexia to invade again.
1: It makes sense with conduit of okay. worlds.
0: Is that what they were doing on um, Keldheim when they were around with the tree? Yeah, yeah. probably trying to get the uh, the world tree transplanted mm-hmm. so they could do. Shenanigans.
2: yeah they they basically rebuilt the, a faux world tree on top of the crucible
0: sick I kind of want to lick this card now
1: yeah <laughs> so like if you think about the way the the cards that we have in standard right now using a Besage you is no longer giving up a, a mana card you know yeah uh, land mm-hmm. you, you you channel the besage you and then later on you can use it as your uh, your your mana you play it from your graveyard. In in standard as much there may not be as much uh ways to get rid of lands that may put them in your graveyard, like, you know, the fetches and stuff. In modern, mm-hmm. you already have you already have ad nauseum ability more efficiently doesn't, there. Doesn't Lord Windgrace put them in your graveyard? Yes, he does. So yeah, you can tar, you can do that. You can I just like the effect. And then also the tap effect is a cool is a cool thing mm-hmm. too. You have something that died and you really need it. <laughs> you just or you dump it in your graveyard and you know, you know, entomb it, entomb effect, put it in your graveyard from your library, and then you just yeah cast it that way. Oh, things man. like that. I, I think this opens up to good, good, good combos and things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that just being a tap ability is nice because you're going to want to use the mana you have to spend on the spell. So it's I think it's cool. I think there's some stuff
0: you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Would this, in conjunction with the Capenna uh, Fetch Lands, huh. uh, help mana smoothing? Any? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you'll get a mana every turn regardless. Yeah, baby. You're gonna yeah. land every turn if you to this in one. The exact land you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I like That's it cool. a lot. I, I did almost pick this card, so I can see why you would think. Because it's right up my alley. Big All right. fan of uh, Crucible of Worlds back in the day. It still okay. remains a good card. It does. Uh, my last pick is Norn's Wellspring. Yeah, is, I was
2: gonna pick this card if you hadn't already picked it. This
0: is this card's it's, banger. It's a pretty sick card. It's one generic white artifact. When a creature you control dies, scry one and put an oil counter on Norn's Wellspring. Pay one generic. And tap, remove two oil counters from Norn's Wellspring. Draw a card. So,
1: like... I also love the artwork on this card. It's yeah. like, like the masked bleeding it's like, oil
0: yeah. out of his <laughs> it's eyes.
2: like Crying oil face.
0: And Norn taking a bath. Yeah. Pretty sick. I like it. This card draw in white. So, I mean, what's not to love? Right. Yeah. I say it gives
1: mm-hmm. you scry and card draw. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, that's a lot. I'd of say
2: this is bench. a
1: commander card, but it's it seems pretty good and constructed too. So it's pretty good to Yeah, those especially in, in white,
2: where you're just kind of throwing out all the little
1: shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is mm-hmm. this doesn't scream color pie to me, but uh, I... I mean, it's a way to put draw spells
2: in white that is somewhat limited, which it's they're t- gonna they're gonna do every set from now on because mm-hmm. white needs help.
0: Yeah. yeah. It might not scream perfect colour pie, but to me it screams perfect Elish Nord nonsense because she's say, yeah. well, known yeah. for having spies everywhere and and shit. So gotta get that information. Uh I like it a lot. Obviously. I picked Turn it. oil into a resource that makes sense for them. Yep. So I think that's the spoiler show. I think we've uh gone over all our cards we picked. Yeah. I think that's right. That's right. That means that we have to move on to picking this set's most flavorful card. So uh, starting off, I don't want to pick this as the flavorful card, but I think it deserves an honorable mention. And that is the reprint of Phyrexian Arena. Yeah. Yeah, It's a pretty sick reprint. One, getting Phyrexian Arena in Standard and in Pioneer. Is pretty neat but the card art features Jace being dopey ass Jace that he is hanging out and I assume what is the Phyrexian Arena and then uh, his girlfriend Farask who's clearly been completed at this point sneaking up behind him to give him a little hug Mm. so uh, it's cool and then um, I had the wrong card art pulled up the card art for the actual card and not the frameless one has the flavor text for a bittersweet moment. Jace believed he could still save his love. A, a moment all for Like, come on, man. Everybody knows for and and what's his face are completed at this point. If, if you didn't know, I'm sorry, but you're, you're watching the (laughs) spoiler show. I don't know what you expected. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. Uh, A Moment was all Varaska needed for the glory of Phyrexia, she whispered. That's oh, it gets me, man. That's
1: like you can't find that particular card art. Um, here we go.
0: Oh, Um, it doesn't have you got to get the one that's the the, the, I'm trying, it doesn't doesn't have it. Oh, there you go. I don't know for some reason, despite being the exact same text box, doesn't have the flavor text on the uh. Expand like the frameless card, it's very so silly, very silly, but yeah, that's a
1: nice. I like it. She's behind him, he yep. looks confused. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he fixes it, jumped, and not in the cool, fun way that you would expect your girlfriend to jump you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so honorable mention goes to this card. I like it a lot. I think this is a really cool story beat that they've chosen to showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, also. Kind of funny being that if I'm not mistaken, the original Phyrexian arena card had uh, Gerard and Urza, Urza yep. fighting each other in the uh, the story moment in Apocalypse where Urza decides that maybe is not so bad because he's a f- nerd and not in the cool way.
1: Yeah, it's right as he's like about ready to behead him.
0: Yeah. So, you know, great callback to the past too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good card, too. It is a good card. Okay, so honorable mention. Um, we're going to let day other Dave, since he's read the story, talk. Uh, be the arbiter of flavor for this one, I think. And uh, let's go over our picks. And, you know, if you know some that we didn't pick uh, that you feel qualified, we can bring those up as well, if you'd like. But... I'd like to pick uh, Encroaching Microsynth. I think it's a very flavorful card as far as, you know, how the Microsynth works and and whatnot. What say you?
2: There is um, also, they do talk about this in the story too, about how the Microsynth
0: is spreading and what it does Mm
2: -hmm. if
0: uh, you touch it. Well, from the card art, it looks like it just like eats you and and, uh, (laughs) assimilates you into its structure. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah.
2: Um, so it it is flavorful. I actually I think I prefer Conduit of, of Worlds
0: because mm-hmm.
2: it it definitely plays more into the story from this arc. Yeah. That and the the Seed Core also, but I think uh, Conduit is the better.
0: There game. is a card featuring Elspeth Vanished to turn Eter- into Eternity. Uh, the card that has the flavor text faced with the blast that would not would. Level not only New Phyrexia but also a dozen innocent worlds. Elspeth consigned it and herself to the nothingness in between. Am I correct to assume that this is the uh, conclusion she comes to when she finds the conduit of worlds? That if she if she blows that up, she's going to blow up a bunch of other worlds in the process. Right.
2: Yes. Uh, they. They get the Silex there, they activate the Silex, and then she realizes that the Silex will destroy every world that their Conduit of Worlds has connected to, and she escapes with
1: it. She is uh, holding the Filigree Silex right there. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I, I see where you're going with this. I think I will throw my hat in the ring for Conduit of Worlds just because it ties a lot of other... Story be cards together and um, is really a focal point of the story.
1: Yeah, I tend to like to look at like cool flavor and stuff and like mm-hmm. nice funny little bits, but it's all so bleak and dreary in the set and everything's so yeah. sharp and not good for licking. I was,
2: I was really, I was really hoping with the way that uh, they had you know, like new Phyrexia was old Meredith, and that we would see. Like some of the serum again, you
0: know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh yeah,
2: like like, or some of the old things that were at play but are not anymore. There is
0: a blue card that mentions the serum. Is there? Okay, I must have missed that one. But let me find it. Serum snare. Yeah, serum serum snare. Yeah, serum snare. And then there's serum sovereign, which is a Phyrexian. Hey, it's a big uh, Kraken thing that you you chose. Yeah. So. I was kind of, now, mind you, I have read the story, but I feel like you should be able to tell some, some story beats through the cards because that's what they've been doing for years. I was happy to find out that the Mirror and Resistance was still active, but also from the cards that have been spoiled thus far, doesn't seem to be very large. Um,
2: uh, that's pretty accurate, yeah.
0: Okay, so then they're doing a great job. Uh, <laughs> I was just hoping it would be more large and more active and cooler. But like I said, the Kimba uh, yeah, card pointed so, out a great aspect showcasing Mirren resistance in that way.
2: So if you think about, because they do do in the story, they do a great job of this. Like if you think about all of the places that mm-hmm. were in the Mirrodin storyline, you mm-hmm. know, the Tangle and the Mephidros pits. And then mm-hmm. imagine what Phyrexia would do with those things. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how dangerous like the Mephadros pits already were. And then, you know, take that and, and Phyrexianize it.
0: Yeah. Throw like, some Hellraiser yeah. humans in it.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, like, they talk a lot about how, like, Phyrexia has used the world against the mirrors.
0: Oh, that would suck to be a Mirren to have your, your world turned against you like that. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like a very
1: Frexia thing to do.
0: Yeah, Frexia sucks. I don't want them to win. Somebody posted a poll somewhere. I don't remember where it was uh, either on Reddit or Twitter that was like, who do you want to win? And Frexia was winning. And I'm like, why? They're like, ugh. I don't know. Have these um, Frexian
1: basic lands been uh, confirmed? There was a set of Rexy and
2: Basic lands that were confirmed. I don't know if you're talking about the same ones, the ones um, with the writing and
0: the
1: the. Yeah, there's two of them. There's the one, and then there's the here's the other. They look like this. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if which one was confirmed, but
0: they're they're both on Scryfall, so I assume they're both confirmed. I know that the the ones this the those the are pretty lickable. Yeah, they're freaking
1: cool, but I mean. I mean, how about Nahiri with swords for hands? Does she count? At
0: One what point the...
1: do you guys think that the new
2: wave of basic lands every set is going to stop getting people excited?
1: Uh, when they I, stop looking like that. <laughs> I mean,
0: personally, I'm almost there. I don't. I don't. I think they're cool, but Be- I'm not
1: because uh, you've had that reaction. I wasn't excited to the Mech ones. Uh, like, okay. But before that, I feel
2: like you've been excited about just about every one of them. They're all cool. Yeah, like going all the way back to the Theros Nix lands.
0: Yeah, those are cool. I really like the Kamigawa lands. I think the the Kamigawa lands and the Unfinity uh, lands are probably my favorite lands in recent time. Mm-hmm. I would say of the year, but we're in a new year and those don't count, but okay, of last year, we'll say that.
2: Yeah, I like the Kamigawa lands. Yeah. Uh, I actually like the mech lands. It's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally probably, they're the bottom of the list for all of the ones that they have put out, but...
1: Alright, so what are we picking as
0: uh the best? It's the... Uh, uh, well, it's, you, me and uh, other Dave have voted for Conduit of Worlds. You haven't voiced your, your vote. I mean, here. look at Phyrexian
1: Vindicator. It's like got Power Ranger armor, <laughs> giant
2: club for a hand. It is everything the Phyrexians want to do. I yeah. honestly think it's the
1: completed I, version of a Phyrexian, I, right? I mean, this I, is.
2: Do you want to take a bet on whether or not the Phyrexian Vindicator's club hand opens up into like a crab
1: claw also? I bet it does. It it straight looks like it would. It is it's got right? the little lining right like the blood yeah. line down the middle. Yeah. It is it, it, it has to, right?
0: I would think. Definitely a picture perfect representation of a Phyrexianized Power Ranger villain. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I don't know. But I could go with Condor of Worlds too. I I just I want I want Condor of Worlds. I think that it's just too much story. And mechanically, it's cool uh, because it functions similar to the way Crucible Worlds did. And also, yeah. you know, the, the tap ability, you're pulling stuff from other other mm-hmm. planes of existence, more or less. So I, I think it has the most mechanical flavor between uh, the the Phyrexian Vindicator and itself and right. micro synth lattice as well.
1: Yeah, uh, it's reminiscent. So
0: I think we're going to crown Conduit of Worlds as the most lickable card. All right, most lickable card. Write it down. I will, because last uh, podcast <laughs> when I had to look them all up, that was hard. All right, cool. Let's close this baby out. Let's do
1: it. Why don't you tell everybody where to find us? You can find us on Twitter at MPGPod. You can find us on me on my personal Twitter at be nice mpg.
0: Where can they find you, Moderator Dave? They can find me on Twitter at Dave underscore MPG. They can find us here on our Twitch page, like, and follow. Well, follow, uh, if you want to get notifications when we go live and, uh, see when we do streams. And when we do this podcast, every other Monday at 1 PM, yep. um, they can also find us on YouTube at magic proving grounds on YouTube. Uh, give us a like over there. Follow the, uh, repost the podcast there or you can find us at magicprovinggrounds.com for our audio podcast or in whatever podcast podcast catcher
1: I'm cutting you off
0: <laughs> you're going on forever the podcast get the podcast hey man <laughs> I just blasted
1: the, I just blasted the outro music <laughs>
0: Amazing. Too much. See I mean, you next week. See yep. you next week. Um, I think we need to do a follower goal where uh once we get fifty followers, we purchase and lick every card we've anointed with lickable. Oh yeah, live. like
1: uh, feed picks, like <laughs> yeah. uh, like uh, those kind of videos where people like really get into it.
0: it start an OnlyFans and post pictures yeah. of licking cards. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, one of the right. one That's of the cards money. we will have picked will be like at an eighty dollar card, and we're
0: just gonna click it and ruin it. Ah, it makes it worth more. It's got our slobber on it. There you go. We're, we're important people, right? <laughs> no.